everybody, this is Chris from CSS Tricks. I thought we could have like do a video, have a little chat about Modernizer because I, I think you know this library has been around quite a while now and a lot of people are aware of it, but I still feel like there's some people who just don't get it. When do you use it? Should it be a part of every web project uh, or not? Or how do I use it and all that type of stuff? I think we can, we can sum it up pretty quickly and uh, show some do's and don'ts really uh, with Modernizer that's pretty cool. So what Modernizer is, is a, a, a capability testing tool um, that's written in JavaScript, it runs in JavaScript, that gives you kind of yes or no answers, Boolean choices. Does my browser support this feature or doesn't it? That's all it tells you, yes or no, true or false. It tests all kinds of stuff. To see the whole list of things that it tests, um, you can click on the development button from the modernizer front end here, and it just gives you this big list of stuff, CSS3 stuff, HTML5 stuff, and miscellaneous. So for example here, box shadow. I can click on or off this, and we'll cover the custom build thing later, but uh, it has a test in Modernizer. So if I you know, download a copy of Modernizer, modernizer.js, and link it up in a script tag in my document, um, it, I have the ability then to test if the browser supports box shadow or not. And uh, 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 so let's look at an example, a kind of a pseudo legit example of why you might use uh, Modernizer to test for box shadow. So I have an example open on CodePen here. And this is contrived, but it, it displays the example okay, I think. Let's say we have a div uh, that's going to show a pop-up. So we have some website behind it, and something happens on the website, and a modal box pops up, and it's like, oh, alert, warning, something, something bad has happened. Are you sure you want to log out? Are you sure you want to delete something? Something like that. Uh, and we use the color red to show that this is a really kind of important warning. So it has this box shadow 100 pixels red behind it. So it's kind of an important part to uh, the web app. If that shadow wasn't there it would be a problem. It wouldn't have the same visual impact as this one does. Now there's some box shadows used in the world of CSS that don't matter as much, but this one does matter because it has serious meaning as to the implication of the strength of this dialog box. Uh, we can open this up and see what it looks like in IE10. Oh, this is still open, that's perfect. So. What I'm doing here is I'm using a tool called browserstack.com, which has the result, this part uh, of what I'm building here open, uh, so I can I can check it out and, and do it. So browser stack is a this is literally a live clickable. I can select the text. I can use the the IE editor, and I'm using Windows Seven and IE Eight. I'm doing it right from my Mac because this is it uses Java and some kind of fancy magical technology that allows me to do this, which is pretty neat. Um, it's also using one of CodePen's features called Live Mode. This is available to pro people. This isn't like an ad for pro or anything. I just think it's really convenient in this case. So like if I were to say alert and add like three exclamation points to alert, you notice it changes here. That's how CodePen works. But I can just jump over to Browser Stack and it's already there too. So it live updates, you know, so anything I change in this tab is reflected over here in IE8 mode too, which is pretty neat. So, what about Modernizer? Well, we could run a test here and we could like toggle every single thing off here of Modernizer and just put on box shadow and like download a copy of Modernizer. It's going to download to our desktop and it's this JavaScript file. So if I open it up in a text editor, it's going to have, um, you know, Oops, uh, whatever. Ha have what it takes to detect box shadow. Oh, of course, it's got a lot more in there right now. I think we probably left some things checked, like the, H the shiv and load and adding CSS classes and stuff. We can get this pretty, um, 
pretty customized. Let's see if I hit generate there. Yeah, select all, copy, and we'll look at what that guy looks like. Um, it can get pretty small, is my point. Like, you don't have to be, like, super, super worried about how big Modernizer is. Well, even though that's not that small. It, it, at some point, when you run enough tests in Modernizer, you're like, don't worry about it. It's a pretty small file, especially when it's all kind of compressed up. And we could take this custom JavaScript file and link it up. So, you know, using CodePen, we could, uh, uh, we have asset hosting feature. Actually, I could just drop it in here and get this custom version of Modernizer that we could copy and then just link up in a script tag or use as our external resources. But, oh, look, we have a little checkbox to load Modernizer, and it doesn't load a custom copy. It just loads the whole shebang because CodePen's all about testing. So... If we click Modernizer on here, all it's going to do is basically it's like it added a script here with source equals Modernizer and has the whole darn old library there. I can't do that because that doesn't point to anywhere on CodePen. But with that checkbox checked, we now have CodePen available to us. And um, if I were to kind of inspect in here and uh, check the network or whatever, we could uh, we could see it being... Uh, um, uh, you can see it being loaded in there. The easiest way to check it out maybe would be to kind of drill down to the alert here and then see the HTML element. So there's two ways that Modernizer works here. And uh, you see, look at how big of a section of blue down here is being highlighted in the web inspector. Look at all of those classes on the HTML element. When you just load up all of Modernizer, you get all these classes. And these classes are those Boolean decisions that we are talking about. Yes or no answers to if this browser supports something or not. It's telling us in this here, yes, JavaScript is enabled. No, this browser doesn't support Flexbox very well, which is weirdish. I wonder why it does that. Yes, it supports Canvas. Yes, it supports history. Yes, it supports hash change. No, it doesn't support touch. Uh, yes, it supports geolocation. Most, a lot of yeses in here. If it's a no, it's no dash in the thing. So this browser does support um, box shadow. Let's see if we can find that one. There it is, box shadow. And if it didn't, it would be no dash box shadow like that. So that's proof that Modernizer is running here. So in this world of, of CSS, we could do something. Now, I, I have it on CSS, SCSS mode here. Uh, what we could do is, is pretty interesting. You know, you could do like HTML dot uh, box shadow and then like dot modal or whatever. This That's what the CSS would look like. If I only want to apply this box shadow when the browser supports it, I could put it here instead of there. Yeah, and it's still applying it because the HTML does have that class. Uh, it's really nice in SCSS mode. That's a that's a CSS preprocessor SAS. We can kind of keep these things together. So we could go dot box shadow and and put the box shadow in there. Uh, you know, in our case, we don't, you know, this is a little bit extraneous because like if the box shadow doesn't work, whatever. But then we can have the fallback case in two. So, you know, we're in IE8 mode here. Oh, come on. Just update guy. Oh, that's funny. I haven't, live mode kind of chokes out when there's an error. Anyway, it, it should be working. Uh, <clears throat> we could say, what about the case of no box shadow? No box shadow. It's actually not like this. It's no box shadow, right? Uh, and in the and in SAS's cases, like this should go before the selector, like it's box shadow and modal. Uh, otherwise, if you if you didn't have this, it would mean the other way around, kind of. That's a terrible explanation, but I think a, a lot of you get it. This is the case in which box shadow supported. If it's not supported, let's do like border, uh, ten pick solid red. So 
if 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 we're in a browser that supports this red shadow and does the thing, cool. But if we're in a browser that doesn't support it, do something else. Oh, we're going to have to fix that bug. So if there's an error, whatever. Like if there's not an error, it updates just fine. Uh, so we're in IE8 land, and we're in Modernizer has detected that IE8 doesn't support box shadow. It's doing something else instead. So if your browser supports it, it does the box shadow. If it doesn't support it, it does that. So that's the co combination of Modernizer and SAS. Really nice feature. That is a legit reason to use Modernizer. It's about a fork in the road. It's about a Boolean choice of when the browser supports something, I explicitly want to do this. And when the browser doesn't support something, I want to explicitly do something else. You need to have answers to both ends of that fork in order from using Modernizer to make sense. So a bad example possibly of using Modernizer or just one where it doesn't make sense would be something like a store locator. So geolocation is a feature of HTML5. Not all browsers support it. Uh, Modernizer has a test for it right here. Um, geolocation it's under miscellaneous right here it's not technically html5 i guess um <clears throat> so you could that will tell you yes or no if a browser supports it so here's the home depot site and they have a store finder on here and i can type in my zip code and it will zoom in to find a home depot that's near me now one of the things they could have done here <clears throat> Uh, is used geolocation to find out where I am on a map and kind of pre-fill this stuff, pre-fill the best information they have about geolocation, and then kind of click the Find Stores button for me, and it would zoom in. They haven't done that, so instead I just see a huge map of the United States here. Apparently it's a U.S.-only kind of thing. Sorry, international people, but it's a store where they sell wood and hammer and nails. It's like a huge hardware store that's got all kinds of housing stuff. Um... They didn't use that, but they but they could have used it. Like, let's say they were using geolocation here. A little pop-down would have popped down on the top of my browser because you have to okay the use of geolocation because otherwise it's kind of creepy, right? And then you click it, and uh, and it would have pre-filled it, and we would hit find stars, and it would zoom right in there. This I'm saying that this is not a good use for modernizer because we don't really care what the fallback is. If, if, if we're in a browser that doesn't support geolocation, it'll be just like this. There'll be a form and you can fill it out and hit find stores and it will zoom into the place and it works just fine. So the, there, there is no fork in the road. We don't really care what, what happens in the case that the browser doesn't support modernize or geolocation. It just doesn't matter. Uh, so that's, you know, a good case and a bad case. Let's cover in a, I, I also kind of asked some people like, what is the number one thing that you use for modernizer and got a bunch of answers. Uh, and like one of the most popular real world use cases that people say they use it all the time is in the case of browser supports SVG or not. So SVG is an image format that's largely vector, right? It's like you're working in Illustrator and you like make a, a picture <laughs> or, you know, anything that's vector. I'm going to make a super terrible example here. I should probably like have better examples uh, in general, but let's say you make a thing, right? And then we're gonna we're gonna make it fit the artwork there, and then we're gonna save it as an SVG. Maybe we'll make we'll make them. Well, God, God, we have to have some colors in here, right? Just just prove that it works, I guess. Um, save as, and you can save as SVG right from Illustrator. Well, logo, cool. So. SVG and we have an SVG file now and in CodePen we could maybe we'll just make a kind of a new one huh um, and then we'll just use an SVG and SVG uh, CodePen has hosting here so I can just kind of 
shoosh this in here and get an, a link to the SVG hosted so I can go like image source is that. And then I should get our little guy there, right? Cool to play with. We have an SVG in there. Now that's gonna work in a lot of browsers. Can I use SVG? And SVG will have some links to it. And like, wow, a lot of stuff supports it, but not, is it? So IE8 is the problem with SVG again. I thought we, maybe we could Android 2.3 doesn't either. So that's fairly significant, right? IE8 and SVG. So that, that, just, that just won't work. So if I hit, um, well, I guess, I guess we could do this in a number of other ways too. We could do like, uh, let me grab that URL out of there and go like div class logo, right? That's would be common, right? And, and like my business, uh, yeah. And then, so logo has like some width and height to it. Like I forgot what, you know, we'd have to go look and see it, but, and then we're gonna like text indent Let's use Emmet here. Text end. Oh, not quite. Ti. Cool. Uh, negative. Ti tab. Go Emmet. Uh, over. Ov. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, cool. And then, and then the background is the. This is this guy. And that will show up still. It's just not the right dimensions, but you get the point. So if I hit save here, actually that's public, and this nobody in the world needs to see this. I'm gonna make it. Uh, private here just so there's a URL that's private or whatever and then grab that guy and then we'll our uh, I would like to extend my session we'll replace that with that only the URL will make live and it should be it should because we're in IE8 it just failed there's nothing there right because IE8 doesn't support it that's good. That's what we're trying to. We're trying to show another legit reason for using Modernizer. And we're using the same pen here. So Modernizer, ooh, it wasn't checked. We need to be using it. So if, you know, we'd be in the same situation, and we'll do it without SAS this time, we'll be like uh, HTML.svg is uh, dot logo um, is this. And this will not affect anything. It should stay right yeah and then html.nosvg.logo we're going to do something else like background red or something so if we jump over here oh the browser doesn't support svg so it's red now perfect we wouldn't do background red though or maybe we would but most likely we would like open this thing in illustrator again and like ooh save for web often screws up for me in this but maybe we'll like Take a screenshot of it or what? <laughs> like we'd export it as a JPEG. I just sometimes save for web in just my copy of Illustrator screws up, but uh, fallback.png uh, and I'll upload that to CodePen and get the URL for it. And that would be this. Cool. So in the dashboard there, that's it's loading the fallback instead of the SVG. Totally legit use case. Uh, SVG is like highly used for logos. Even if we were to go to like CSSTricks.com, this is web type, but just because I'm trying to think of like a sharp, like what if? Um, oh, that's a that's an example of it. The treehouse guy that flies in there. I know it's a little pixelated, but that's another story. Um, and even this magnifying glass that could be SVG. It's an icon font though. But that little frog thing is SVG. 
Um, CSS tricks doesn't happen to support IE8, but like if I had to, what I would have done is put it SVG there and then had to have a ping fallback. That would be like a super legit use case. I don't want to just give up and load the PNG at all times. And the reason is because that thing looks super sharp on like your iPad 3 with a retina to screen or whatever. The size of this little frog guy is freaking tiny. Like it's inline SVG here, so it's just a little bit of code like that. And I, there's reasons for inline SVG. We could do a whole video on SVG actually, but this is a very small amount of code to what a high res version of PNG with that. And we'd have to use like PNG 24 or whatever the um, the fancy one that not the PNG 8 that has the fringy edges or whatever. We have to use like a really um, high-res version of for that to work. So you, the SVG flop-out is a great case for modernizer. And there's like SVG easy and stuff. I forget what these are. Um, that kind of do the same thing, but with less overhead than modernizer, probably. There's a couple of other things. I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to use some modernizer for some other stuff anyway, that is a super legit use for it. Uh, and some other things that people said they use modernizer for. Let's see. Um, a fallback to a JavaScript transition if CSS ones are not supported. So that's interesting. A lot of, um, you know, like jQuery has the ability to do, you know, if we are if we are writing some jQuery here, which we we could do, um, we'll just pick jQuery from the list here and and do like dot modal dot animate and then like left. 200 pixels or 200 woo 100 woo or 500 woo <laughs> jquery can do that that's that's funny um jquery can do that in any browser even like ie6 because that's just how it works it just uses inline styles and like rapidly iterates over them um so somebody would like let's say you really wanted that animation you could write that you know using and we're using compass here so we could go like include transition left seconds ease or whatever and then have a hover state where that does or triggers it or use a keyframe animation or something not all browsers support that ie8 certainly doesn't so uh in the case of animation you'd be like well you know no animation and and then be like oh i don't even know how you'd trigger it for the i don't know you don't, oh well that's the that's the other thing that we haven't covered yet so that's a that's this is the perfect example um first of all let's dig into the console here you you not only can ask does css know these modernizer true and false um of of modernizer but um javascript knows as well in fact that's more native even so if I dig down into, the, or I go to the console, and I select the context of the console isn't, when you open the console, you're just getting like code penner here, but you can, from the top frame, you can say code pen iframe, and now we're using the console in the context of just this. So we have jQuery loaded, right? So if I type dollar sign, you get the jQuery thing, or we can go like alert high, <laughs> that's not jQuery or anything, but that will fire, and we can just run JavaScript commands and stuff, right? Well, we have modernizer now here too. Uh, and the modernizer is just a big old object, and the object has all the stuff in it that modernizer has. Um, CSS animations, columns, it has all these values. Look at them, they're true, 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 true. So in CSS, it adds HTML classes, but the modernizer object in JavaScript knows the answer to these true-false things as well, which is great. Um, 
So in the case of this animation here, uh, in the you know what what people told me they sometimes use this for, it would be like be like if modernizer dot um what is it called css animations or do they just call it animations no it's css animations how do you copy out of here copy uh and it would be the opposite of that like if it doesn't support css animations then do it this way oops and i'm just trying to close the ugh can't see good i need more room Yeah, so it's not doing it now. If if we remove the bang, it will do it. But with the bang, it won't do it because this browser does support it. But if we go over to uh, uh, IE8 here, yes, I would like to continue. Is this the right pen? We just need the full page version of it. If I load up that guy. I like that it moves your clipboard over to it too. That's pretty magical. Oh, it should have moved over. Maybe it's just like too fast or something because we don't really do it on an event or anything. Like by the time the page loads, maybe that has already run. I don't know, but you get the point so that, that in the context of modernizer here, you can uh, clear the console. Uh, know the true false things here. So, you know, there's other ways that we could have handled the, the SVG thing. Even uh, we could have gone if, 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 if it's, if this is false, then you could be like, well then find any images, on the page um, where the source like ends in, what's that thing? Ends in like dot SVG and then replace the source with, you know, it, it's, its source attribute only put PNG at the end of it, you know, like, I don't know. You you can you know because you know the answer to this true false thing. You can you can you can do stuff with it in JavaScript. So that went on too long. I just wanted to show you a couple. You know, like what modernizer is for. How you should actually use it is like not use the entire library of it, but come and be very specific about the things that you need on this page. Uh, click the things that you need and either just generate and copy and paste it from here and paste it into your project, which is what I usually do, just because you almost always have your own project open anyway. Or download the custom one and load up the very small, compressed, minimized version of Modernizer, and then only use it if you need if the, you you need to control both ends of a fork. Like do this if it's a browser supports, and do a different thing if the browser doesn't. That's why it's not a part of every single web project in the world. You know, you only need it in these very specific situations, like. Uh, you know, needing absolutely needing an SVG fallback, and you only absolutely need an SVG fallback if you're supporting IE8 down and Android 2.3 down. Otherwise, you're fine with SVG. Like CSS Tricks doesn't support IE8, so the SVG stuff that I need, don't worry about it. I don't even use Modernizer on CSS Tricks because my browser support is high enough. So I guess that's my rambling. I love Modernizer. It's the coolest library ever. I have a Modernizer sticker on my laptop because it was a amazing work. And at some point, it's gonna kind of it's gonna gonna go out of vogue because browsers are gonna get so good. But we'll always fondly remember it. It will go down in the history of the web as being one of the coolest libraries ever. Until next time, folks. See you later. Bye.